thunder cracked, then rolled along the quiet residential street. A young woman hurried on her way, her hand placed strategically on top of her head to prevent the gusty wind from carrying off her plucky straw hat. Suzanne McCord didn't mind the inclement weather, but she did wish the rain could have held off for another thirty minutes. Fat drops peppered down on the cobblestone streets, scenting the air with the smell of summer rain. She smiled, thinking of the changes the past six years had brought. She had arrived at her aunt Estelle Merriweather's, a spoiled, flighty, temperamental young woman yearning for fun and parties. Instead, she had found a dedicated woman struggling to maintain a small orphanage in her home. Now her aunt was gone, and Suzanne was in charge of the children. Her shoes skipped gingerly over the gathering puddles, her eyes scanning the numbers printed on the towering houses. The three-story frame dwellings nearly took her breath with their lovely stained-glass windows and hand-carved doorways. When lightning flashed as bright as a noonday sun, she peered at the address scrawled on a scrap of paper that was fast becoming soggy in her hand. Her feet flew purposefully up the walk as the heavens opened to deliver a torrential downpour. Pausing to catch her breath, Suzanne stood for a moment under the shelter of the porch eaves, watching the rain pelt down. She noticed the old lamplighter, already soaked to the skin, hastily making his way down the street. She called out, inviting him to take cover with her. He turned and scurried up the walk, his head bent low against the driving rain. Terrible, isn't it? Suzanne commented as the white-haired gentleman removed his top hat and shook the rain off. Tis for certain, little lass. He grinned, and his wizened face broke into a wreath of wrinkles. He set his lantern down and extended a friendly hand. Thaddeus MacDougall here. Suzanne returned his greeting. Suzanne McCord, it looks like we're in for a good one. Suzanne had never acknowledged her married name, nor did she ever plan to. Since their journey from Kansas to St. Louis, she had not seen Cass Claxton again. They had parted on bad terms, with Suzanne declaring she would see him again when Hades froze over. Thaddeus sighed. Aye, it does it that, lass. Well, we can always use the rain. Tis true, tis true. Thaddeus glanced about the massive porch, mild curiosity on his face. Wasn't aware the old house had finally been sold. Oh, I don't think it has. Suzanne noticed that the house was not in the best of repair. The porch sagged, the paint was peeling, and several shutters flapped haphazardly in the blowing rain. It didn't matter, though. It looked beautiful to her. I'm here to see about acquiring its use. Eh? Well? Thaddeus's pale gaze roamed over the peeling porch ceiling. Old Josiah would be upset if he could see his house now. Used to brim with love and laughter, it did. His eyes grew misty with remembrance. Josiah never had children of his own, you know, but he took in every stray he could find. Fine man he was. The world lost a bit of sunshine when Josiah Thornton was laid to rest. I never knew him, Suzanne admitted. Fine man, Thaddeus sighed again. Well now, little lass, why be you trying to acquire such a big old barn of a house?
I'm looking for a place big enough to be a home for nine children. Nine children? Thaddeus took a step back, eyes wide. Beg pardon, miss, but you don't look old enough to have nine wee bairns. Suzanne smiled at his obvious bewilderment. I'm overseer of a small orphanage. The bank has been forced to sell the home we're presently living in, and someone mentioned that this house was empty. I've looked unsuccessfully for weeks for somewhere to move the children, so when I heard about the house, I hurried right over. Her forehead creased with a frown. I'm sorry to hear the owners passed on. Losing Aunt Estelle's house had been a blow, but running an orphanage was not a profitable business venture, and Estelle had been forced to mortgage her home for operating expenses. Now Suzanne was desperate to find somewhere to shelter the children.